Listening to Roar, powered by LT Gray. Welcome to the Tiger Den. Today we are here with David. Uh, he is a co-editor for LT Gray. And in all fairness, before we start this off, I have literally been pestering David all morning because I'm bored and would like to do a podcast while David was working on his senior speech. So, hi, David. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> At least you're awake before 12 this time. <laughs> I was awake for a couple of hours, and I'm very proud. <laughs> I feel like we should still say good morning, even though it's about 12.05, or like, yeah, 12.05. Well, good morning, then. Good morning. I feel like COVID time, 2 o'clock is afternoon. At least, yeah. Um, I, I think things have been pushed back. Um, so, how's the speech coming? Uh, it's, it's it's coming well. I've been, <laughs> I've been wasting time watching other people give better speeches, but that's okay. Maybe you can use that as a muse of inspiration. Hopefully, yeah. Um, so today, our topic that we decided about 20 minutes ago, maybe a half an hour ago, was your experience uh, taking photos and uh, covering, journalistically, of course, um, major school events. So, yep. <laughs> unless you've changed your mind, is that what we're doing? Yeah, it sounds good to me. I like how this is very renegade today. I'm just feeling, uh, I'm feeling very, very raw. So um, how many large events do you think you cover a year? Um, I guess large relative to school events, right? So right. maybe like three or four. And is that just you or is that like the whole staff? Uh, it depends. Um, for example, like the bell game is one of the biggest events and that's the whole staff, you know, on the football field. But then other ones like um, the play or maybe like the dodgeball game only requires like one or two photographers, not necessarily like all of us at the same time. So it really depends on the event. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, and do you get to participate in the events when you're actually being a journalist and like doing your job i i think so well participating in the sense that like you're still one of the people like enjoying one of the like what the event is for um except you have a different outlook um depending on i guess like your role so uh if you're a photographer um it's just like another way of saying you have better like view and like better seats kind of um like there's no better way to watch a football game than when you're on the field in my opinion um but at the same time um if you're uh, a journalist as in like you're writing an article for to cover the event um you're you're wanting to look at the event and um like with the unique perspective not in the sense of like trying to enjoy it but um trying to get like student input or staff input or uh, you know whatever the i forgot what the term was the angle is yeah right <laughs> 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 um so okay that that sounds fair it is that all nerve-wracking, or are you able to relax during the event? At first, it's definitely nerve-wracking. Um, I think with experience, it's gotten a lot more fun or a lot easier to enjoy than when you're there, like, freaking out. You don't know what to do or what to say to people. And, uh, yeah, but I think uh, with time, it's, it's something enjoyable. 
for me at least. It's probably fair. It does take a little while, and I'm sure it's nerve-wracking actually even being on the field during a football game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially since I'm yelling at you to stay farther away <laughs> so that way we don't get in trouble with the football team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are rules and limits to uh, how close we can get to things, and there are still rules and limits in, in how we conduct ourselves um, as journalists on campus. So there are limitations, and sometimes um, – we find out those limitations the hard way during the event. Yeah. So I tried to protect you guys from that, but every once in a while um, I'm, I'm slow on the pickup and somebody gets to my staff before I do. Um, it's usually not such a problem though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, so you get to usually go with somebody when you're dealing with this, right? Yeah. So teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> sure. and you've been really lucky um let's let's focus on the bell game for a second you've been really lucky that for the past two years we have won oh did was it for both years yeah yeah oh past two years we have both won we have won both so um Hmm. so had we lost how would you have taken that i'm pretty sure it was the past two years yeah Uh, i guess like with photography you kind of have the power to uh I don't want to say, like, alter the truth, but you have the power to, like, put out an image with, like, the photos you take. So I think either way, we would have tried to, you know, make the Tigers look good. Uh, like, <laughs> at least, like, we put up a good fight or something, you know? Um, I don't know, but I think, yeah, I, I was, I guess for me, like, we were fortunate to have won, or for me to have covered the event while we won. So it was that much more exciting and that much more, uh, I don't want to say meaningful, but, like, it's more memorable. Oh, not that I've remembered that we won twice, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But clearly you remember being on the field and you probably remember the sensation and the feeling of the night lights and all that. Are you into football? Uh, I'm a sports fan, so I I don't want to say I know everything about football, but like I, I try my best to follow it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, for those of us who don't necessarily care too much about football, but we care about our school, I remember winning and I remember the, the vibe of the, you know, the audience and people in the stands cheering and all the good stuff. I don't necessarily remember the score, although it is really nice when I get to run up and take a picture of the bell when it's lifted by the yeah. team. Um, so also major, major things that you cover, you said dodgeball and school plays, school plays are a little difficult. Do you want to explain why? Yeah, it's a little bit difficult because um, obviously it's a performance and when you're in the audience, um, we're there to watch, not to like engage or participate. Um, so with photography, it can be, uh, I guess like when you use flash, it can be distracting. And um, in terms of like the technical aspect, there are different like reasons why it might be difficult. Like the distance that you're, or like away from the stage, you're not allowed to be on the stage with them taking pictures. Um, the lighting can be a problem. Um, again, if you can't use flash and yeah, so like technically it can be difficult, but in another sense, uh, I guess it's not, I don't want to speak for all plays, but it has a different kind of like presentation than I guess a football game would like, you can still enjoy a football game without having to like listen but then because plays have a lot more like speaking involved, 
they don't have to necessarily portray everything through their actions. So it's hard to capture like movement or like the lack thereof. Not to say that it's not a good play, but um, in terms of like the photography aspect of it, uh, that can be, I guess, kind of monotone, like in terms of like the photos right. that you like come out with it. So, yeah. I agree. I find that like um, I covered women in industry this year and they're all sitting up there in a panel and don't get me wrong. Women in industry is an amazing event. I, I'm not knocking the event at all. And the speakers have extraordinary things to share and say to the audience. So it's a very meaningful event, but it is a panel of women who are sitting on stage. Right. Right. Uh, and, and they, they don't really move much. There are facial expressions every once in a while, but very few and you're far. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to get them to emote enough for the camera in order to make an appealing picture. And then you're also still fighting with distance and with light. So um, I agree with you that plays the the beauty of um, Miss Stanton allowing us Mm -hmm. to go in beforehand is sometimes she'll allow us to take pictures during dress rehearsals. Mm -hmm. Um, so that obviously allows us for a better photo. But unfortunately for women in industry, um, there, there is no dress rehearsal. And, um, and so those pictures can get really difficult um, in terms of taking a successful one. I've also found that if you take pictures of props and posters and signage and, and crowds coming in and out, it makes for a better montage <laughs> of interesting photos because you know that the ones that you're about to take on the stage are not going to emulate what happened in reality. Right. right? Um, so your favorite thing to cover like it in, general. in all of your time. Yeah. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I, I know we talked about the ball game a lot and I think it has to be one of my favorite ones just because, um, like that's the most like engaged you'll be as a photographer in any event. I feel like then like when you're covering sports events, um, like alongside some of the athletes, um, I guess other ones would include, um, well, sometimes like the assemblies, we're also allowed to, um, if you know, like the students are up on the stands are sitting on the stands and um, you see like ASB, like the performing teams, they're all on the stage, kind of off to the side. And yeah, I remember there were a couple of assemblies where I'd just be hanging out with some of my ASB friends, um, like like on the floor of the gym, um, where I can like take pictures and walk around and, and all that. And that was always a good time. So I guess whatever event I'm able to like actually like engage in a little bit more is always more exciting. It also sounds like you like mobility. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more fun when you're able to walk around, like looking for different angles and when you're just, you know, sitting in one place and trying to make the best of it. Agreed. I found that some of the best photography that we had this whole year was from the tailgating, the avid tailgates, because the sun's setting and it's perfect lighting and you're allowed to engage and your mobility is free flowing because there's no structure. Yeah, I agree. So those were some of the best um, and most exciting, I think, on my end, although I'm not a student, but uh, they did allow us to do the things that I think you also appreciate. So um, if there was any advice that you have for any photographers or journalists in the future, 
uh, for students, what would it be? Uh, my biggest advice would just be not to be afraid or just to be bold when you're um, choosing to like, move and like approach your subjects of like our of, like of your photos. Um, I think I know you've crit- uh, critiqued me a lot about this too, but when I first started, and like I guess sometimes even like more recently, um, it's very hard to like get out of your seats and like approach what you're trying to take a picture of. So your your pictures don't end up being as nice as they can be. So just taking, yeah, just being able to be fearless or be bold um, when you're, um, yeah, taking your photos. I guess is the biggest thing. Uh- I think that's the the hardest part for students. I've learned that even when I'm taking pictures of um, like, uh, what are they? Athletic scholars who are going on to colleges and there's like a large crowd in the room and everybody's trying to take pictures. I've learned if I use my teacher voice and I'm just like, I need everybody to look over here, face this way, tilt your head, move out your arms in her face. And I start to give like random directions. People kind of go in line as if they were, um, bossy is probably the best word although i don't really want to come off as that way it's more like if i feel secure in my relationship with my camera and my and my subject then the people around me will follow suit and feel comfortable with those directions and just do it and usually get a better picture yeah that's fair so um you know it's kind of like practicing when somebody's having a birthday and somebody's bringing the cake over and you always say, say cheese, and then they blow out the candles right in front of you. It's it's a structured thing that we've kind of been classically conditioned to do. And if you can classically condition other people to respond to your camera the way that you want them to, um, it tends to get a better picture. Yeah. So I, I haven't figured out another word for it other than bossy, but maybe strategic directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> strategic directions with teacher voice even if you're a student which I think is really hard to master I think you've gotten a lot better at it Um, but it is incredibly hard as a student especially when dealing with your peers or other um, teachers dealing with large groups or other teachers right when you are a student (laughs) and you're trying to get teachers to follow what you'd like it's very awkward when the role reversal is I need you to move (laughs) (laughs) I, I can understand there's a very weird power dynamic there that's changing um, so yes, I, as a teacher, it's a little easier for me, but even when I'm speaking with my peers about how I need them to move, it does get a little uncomfortable. So I can only imagine being, uh, even a quarter of my age and trying to give that <laughs> instruction to people. Um, <laughs> very awkward. So, least, yeah. um, I appreciate you joining me today and thank you so much for taking time out of your senior speech, <laughs> uh, to do this. My students have their senior speech due as well today. But um, good luck, and I hope that everything goes well. Thank you.